Welcome uh, to another uh, edition of uh, Those Muckrakers, the uh, the angry white boys who aren't racists, the uh, George Soros globalist liberal cucks, uh, the uh, Mario, <laughs> the guys, the guys that are gonna Mario! break. I hate you so much. The guys Mario! are gonna, the, guys the princess that... is in another castle. That's what I feel like every day watching the news, and I'm like, okay, we got this nailed down. We're fixing the government, and then Mario, the princess is in a, or more like Mario, um, what's his name? Uh, King King Koopa has uh, has blown up another castle, or King Koopa has caused another scandal in another castle. I'm like, oh, not again. Or it's like we're so close to actually seeing something get fixed or repaired, then Trump's wiener pops up and it goes, Hey there, boys! How y'all doing today? I'm a commence to tingling! Um, so, uh, I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And Pete, do you think that uh, Trump's penis is spotted at the head, like toads? You know, like, here's why I hate this. Like, I hate this because, like, there's very serious problems going on in the world, and the news nut loves nothing more than uh, a penis story. Yes, so if anyone's not aware, uh, Stormy excerpts from Stormy Daniels' book came out on like the BBC or something, and uh, yeah, she describes it as looking like the mushroom character from Mario Kart, whose name is Toad. How do you feel like knowing that you're like now on the BBC? Like you know, you report like breaking news. You know what I mean? Like uh, in Syria today, another thirty children were killed. More on the BBC news, and now you're just like now on the BBC news. President Trump's penis looks like a mushroom. Like, how just, how just like, ugh, God. what is up with this wanker? Like, you, ugh, I, it's dragging us all down. They're drag. That's like that. She, that was it. She a, said it wasn't microscopic, but it is below average. And honestly, I read what the average length of a penis is, and that sounds pretty tiny to me. So I like that you're just out measuring penises, going, hmm. <laughs> just you're just out at bars, going, excuse me, can I measure your penis? I mean, can you think of a better use of your time? Yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Raging about the news. Uh, Do you think his penis wears like a little coat and shoes like Toad does? or I like to think he quaffs his pubic hair just like his regular hair. She said that it's um, Yeti fur. His pubic hair? Pubes. Yeah, it's like Yeti fur. I don't know what that means. Does it mean that it's like... I uh, don't know. She are, called it Yeti fur. Are scientists often like what we have here? You know, like they always do with Yeti fur where they're like... This fair is Yeti fair, and you're like, yeah, dude, that's just some that's that's just some hair you found on. I don't she, know. She said she said it was just like a, a a scrawny little penis with an abnormally large head that he was self um, conscious about, just sticking out from a forest of Yeti fur. You know, look, you know by the way that he acts that he had a tiny penis. It's not that we don't know, like, and just like yeah, we're you, aware. You know by the uh, way a, that a he, tiny malformed one that goes, hey Mario. <laughs> The princess is at another castle! You know the way that, like, Obama acted that you know that he had a gigantic penis. <laughs> now, now, let me be clear. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> My penis is gigantic, okay? Michelle maybe... is very happy. Because <laughs> it's the thing, like, he was just, you know, out of all the stuff they were doing, he was just unbothered, and he's just like, you know what, America, I welcome this kind of criticism. I think that people have a right to criticize the president, and I think that people have a right to know that their president has a dong like a hog leg. <laughs> <laughs> I 
meanwhile, Trump's like, no, no, that's fake news, okay? Anyone who tries to criticize me is wrong. Now, I'm going to get into my gigantic jet over here, which I had painted solid gold, okay? Which, it's very well-formed, very pretty. Which president do you think had the biggest penis of all the presidents? Oh, uh, Was it Taft that said that uh, they had to like let out his pant pantaloons because it was um, too large? It might have been. I know that, like... Um, uh... Well, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson would just whip his penis out all over the place and go, "Hi, son, what you think of that?" And everyone's like, "Is that the president's penis?" And he's like, "Damn right, I call him Jumbo. I feed him peanuts." <laughs> he really called his penis Jumbo. That is a real thing. You can go on Google right now, look it up. LBJ penis Jumbo. And yeah, he did. Like, and he was always like pulling it out to pee in front of people, and like, I think that's how he got the Civil Rights Act passed. <laughs> Like, Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe the, the the thing to be president, it should be a little bit like um, a little bit more stringent. Like you should have to get naked for a debate, and we should all see like your penis, or hopefully in the future your vagina, um, to be president. That could be a um, a good rallying point for no. everyone to get behind. <laughs> if I ever run for president, I'm gonna be like, why has my opponent not shown anybody his penis and butthole? What is he hiding? <laughs> penis and butthole. Speaking of, did you know that Trump, speaking of hiding stuff, people who are running for president speaking, hiding stuff. Speaking of buttholes, President Tr Trump today. Trump uh, actually ordered the FBI to lock, not FBI, the um, the IRS rather, to lock his um, tax returns in a special safe somewhere so that nobody can access them, including Robert Mueller. Um, I feel <laughs> <laughs> like the IRS is gonna go. Is they're they're just on the other end of the phone going, uh huh. Yeah, we're gonna put it in the ultra special super safe. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. That's it's possible they did that. I mean, like whenever he told Mattis or whoever was it Mattis or Kelly, he said to uh, kill Assad, and he's like, yes, sir, I'm gonna get right on that. Yeah, so that uh, was in Bob Woodward's book I've been reading. That's what uh, that's what he was just like. He was like, eh, oh my god, he killed children. We've got to get. Let's kill that bastard. And, uh, yeah, Mattis is like, yes, yes, we'll do it. Do it right it's now. Mattis. And then, like, uh, as soon as, like, the president was out of the room, he's like, we're not doing any of that shit. Um, yep. So, yeah, like, I assume the IRS is doing the same thing. They're like, we're right on it, Mr. President. And then they're just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We're, not, uh, we're not doing any of that. <laughs> and, well, he also keeps, like, he keeps making these weird, like, things. Like, he told, he told Robert Mueller once, remember, he's like, listen... Investigating my finances is crossing a red line, okay? So just don't. Uh, what do you think he's going to immediately, like, go do? That's like being like, stay away from my pirate treasure and the map behind the picture of Reagan in my office, okay? That map is off limits. The treasure is mine. Sure, police, come on in my house. You can look anywhere you want. But not the closet in the bedroom, okay? That's off limits. That's my personal space. Don't ask about the smell coming from it. Do not look inside the rolled-up carpet with part of a body sticking out, okay? That would be crossing a red line. Speaking of uh, the smell coming out of it, by which I mean... Going, <laughs> I like going back you, to... <laughs> I like how you pivot from buttholes to the smell coming out of it. Like everything, <laughs> Everything is a pivot. Like, speaking of green leaky discharge... By which I mean, speaking of uh, LBJ whipping it out in front of people, by which I mean people who take their penises out when it's not wanted, don't we have some uh, SCOTUS news to discuss? Man, all right, so this bothers me in a way that, like, there's nothing I can do to stop it. Um, so Brett, we've previously called him Brett Lasagna. Uh, I think it's Canava. I think I've listened to it. I think it's Brett Canava. Uh, uh, Brett the Brett the, Brett the Rapist. Um, so... Yeah. Uh, 
What was I? And I feel bad. What was the uh, the woman's name that came forward? Because uh, this show is incredibly well researched. I mean, I I don't even know the Scotus's name, let alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's his uh, name? Was... Brett, 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 Brett the Hitman Hart. Is that his? No, Brett the Hit. That's a wrestler. He's dead. Um, is it, is it um uh, Shawn Michael? No, Shawn Michaels is also a wrestler. Uh, why do I think all these people are wrestlers? Uh, yeah, so the, the Supreme Court justice that they're really trying to just kind of push through right now. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about it last time. So he's been accused of, like, attempting to sexually assault this woman when he was 17 and she was 15. Um, yeah, trying to look I'm up looking her name up right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I pulled up a whole article on it. Her name is nowhere. Okay, Republicans are warning that time is running out for Brett Kavanaugh's accuser to tell Congress about her claim. He sexually assaulted her when they were both teenagers, as President Donald Trump called the woman's allegation hard to believe in one of GOP's uh, sharpest attacks on her so, credibility. On and on and on, and it's not Profe telling her yeah, name. So Professor Christine uh, Blazy Ford... Um, there it is. Came forward. Christine. She she wrote a letter and then she came forward saying that when they were teenagers, she was walking to the bathroom at a party and a drunken Brett Canova, uh, like just grabbed her and like threw her in a room and him and another guy and he like held her down and started groping her and then like she's I guess trying to fight him off and like he puts his hand over her mouth and like to keep her from screaming and then the other guy I guess drunkenly falls on him and it, it gives her enough space to run away. Um, the other guy had also been turning up the radio to uh, drown out her screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, last time we talked about, like, not all rapists are, like, just drooling, come out of the bushes and just, like, you know, put a hand over your mouth. Turns out this guy might be. Um, yes. So the the problem is is the Republicans are, I like as the New York Times, uh, or the sorry, the New Yorker calls it, Republicans frame this as a story as a craven act of character assassination rather than an account worth investigating. <laughs> So they want to push ahead with this Senate hearing uh, where I guess they where they interview her. And what's interesting yeah. about this is if you go back in time... Anita Hill, that's her name. No, not... What do you... What? That's not her name? Oh, I thought you were making a joke about the actress. No! Pretty <laughs> sure that if you go back in time, there is a, uh, a SCOTUS case where another SCOTUS was accused of uh, assaulting someone. It was, um, it was, so it was during the Senate confirmation hearing for uh, Clarence Thomas, who's on the court right now, 1991. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, he never says anything. He's the one who historically, famously never says a word. So, like, Anita Hill uh, came forward and was like, he is sexually harassing me, like, he's been sexually harassing me. So instead of, like, uh, investigating it like they should have, um, they just tore her apart. Like they just chewed her up. Um, and like, it was, it was especially back then in 1991, the Senate was 98% male. Ironically, yeah. the, um, Senate, uh, judiciary committee or whatever, that's going to interview, uh, the professor, um, who's going to, uh, as, interview Christine, one Christine Blasey Ford. Which I think they it... may have, they may have one woman, but it's a bunch of old white guys. So you're going to see like yeah. this. You're going to see this, like, uh, a repeat again. It's like she's going to go on, and they're just going to tear her up and go, why would you yep. say this about Brett? He drives his kids to, to... He coaches basketball. You are a horrible, bad woman. Yeah. I mean, that's... I sent you a thing earlier about um, what rape culture really means, and I think now might be a good time just to uh, discuss that briefly, because the thing is is that I'll, there there's two things. People say, you know, why don't they bring it up immediately? And people who do bring it up immediately tend to get ignored, ostracized by the community, uh, talked down to. It was trending on Twitter earlier today why I didn't um, 
or why I didn't talk about it or something something well, like that. Is it well, still it's, trending? It's this. Oh, it's the same reason. Like when why I, was, I didn't report. Hashtag why I didn't report. It's yeah, well, at two hundred and thirty-one thousand tweets. When I was twenty-three, I I passed out drunk at a party, uh, and I woke up with the neighbor uh, with his head in my crotch trying to take my pants off. And I was kind of like, I was, I, I was, you know, you're, I feel like it's, it's a lot of young men's dream to get a, uh, a surprise blowjob from a woman, you know, like, oh, well, hello there. Uh, so like, I felt like the, um, I, I started feeling the haircut and I go, well, that's a real butch haircut for a woman. Uh, and then I felt the face and I was like, that's a lot of stubble for a woman. Oh, that's a man. Um, and he looked up at me and he was like, uh, Hey man, it's okay. I'm your friend. And I was like, I drunkenly pushed him off, and I'm like, get out of here. And luckily, had friends at the party that then beat the shit out of him. Um, but, like, I didn't report that. Like, I didn't even really think about it. Like, I wasn't shamed about it. I was like, well, that's weird. This guy tried to suck my dick. But, like, that was an attempted sexual assault, and it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's... So why you didn't was just because you were not brought up to think about it that way. Yeah, because as a man, you're taught about, like, if you're sexually assaulted, ah, you're, you know, it's your fault, you're weak, you know what I mean? Like, real men, no one sexually assaulted John Wayne, because you know what? Like, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole toxic masculinity thing. Yes, and that is, and that is what she's having to walk into, just this whole world of people that just don't understand it. And a lot of these people understand that other people don't understand it and they know how to play to that because they know who the people watching this is yeah so it's like i always say if you treat it, it... it's a game it's a game that politicians play they're aware of the limitations of the average viewer's knowledge and they'll play to that to make sure that they can continue to keep the narrative in a way that benefits them because the gop is so close to having a outstanding majority on the supreme court bench once they have an undefeatable majority then they will control the law for the next 30 freaking years well like look at this so, so like it says this this so, uh this thing we brought up about what rape culture means says uh rape cases are not being reported only a third of rapes are actually reported uh imagine if that was murders like imagine if people just didn't report murders because nothing happens to you and that did happen a lot. Like if you go back to like, if you go back to the South, like, or if you look at police brutality today, right? A lot of times yeah. people just like, especially like back then, if you were if you were black and murdered, eh, you're gonna report it to who? You know? Yeah. Uh, it also says if a survivor does not report, police might not investigate. Hundreds of thousands of rape kits are sitting untested across the U.S. Yeah, Sam B. did like a whole special on this for a long time, and she actually pushed really hard to try and get these rape kits tested. Yeah. They will just sit in labs for a very long time without anyone testing them while the rapists continue to just live free until they're eventually, you know, past the statute of limitations. So, like, imagine if, like, a bunch of murders were going unsolved because they're like, yeah, 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 we got, like, a lab full of bloody gloves, but we'll get around to them. Yeah, and in the meantime, the accused murderers get to keep going around free because we wouldn't want to embarrass the community by um, by bringing it up. It says uh, prosecutors often refuse to take up cases that police, that police do recommend. Fewer than four in ten cases are ever prosecuted. <clears throat> so it's, it's systemic. So now the prosecutors are like, ah, she probably wanted it. Crazy broad. 
Now, um, fucking, what's his name? John Oliver did a special on prosecutors recently where they all, they're they very selective about the cases they take, and they try to only go for low-hanging fruit to keep their uh, prosecu- no, yeah, they to keep, keep their conviction rate really, really high. Yeah. So they're not going to take a case that might, you know, not, they might not win, and so they won't recommend prosecuting certain people, and those people get to go free, because prosecutors really are the bar to which we decide if we're going to have justice in this country or not. Yeah. If a prosecutor's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we should you know, bother with this, then no one's going to bother with it. Or let's say someone's completely fucking innocent, but a prosecutor's like, I can get this. I, there's enough circumstantial information we can bury this guy. And then they'll tell the guy, it's like, you know, you could um, be in and out of court for years, or you could just take this plea deal. And the person takes the plea deal, and the prosecutor's like, boom, he's guilty. Another win for me. Let's go. So here's a terrible one. If a rape case does go to trial, survivors are often re-traumatized by the process. Defense attorneys often blame and shame survivors on the stand. That's a big thing. You've just gone through like a horribly traumatic event, and now you have to relive it like on the stand with people trying to say that you're lying. Yeah. So I've known people with PTSD, and I have to, and I can say one thing is that whenever they think about the thing that caused them to have PTSD, they will immediately be back at the moment yeah. in which that thing was happening, as though it's happening right at that imagine, very moment. Imagine if your dad had to relive all of Vietnam on the stand, and then like there was someone else trying to go that like. Yeah. Vietnam never happened. Yeah, Vietnam never happened. You're lying. You probably, you know what? If you didn't want to get mortar shelled, you probably shouldn't address. <laughs> you shouldn't address like that. You know. If you aren't dressed like a soldier out on the streets, then mortar shells wouldn't be coming for you. Yeah, like it's it's ridiculous. Also, um, it never happened. He's uh, a good boy. People think rape survivors are making it up. Six percent or less of charges may be false. But students think up to 50% of rape reports are fabricated. So that's the thing. That's the narrative that they're pushing with this, this woman right now. Uh, is they're just like, she's just seeking attention. Here's the thing. So while Brett Kavanaugh is being patted on the back and everyone's going, oh, there's, they're slandering this good man. Um, she has received so many death threats and threats to her family that she is in hiding. She had to hire bodyguards. Like, she's off the yes. grid. You know what I mean? Like, she's... She's fucking underground right now because she reported that a powerful man sexually attempted to sexually assault her. Uh, people are like threatening to kill her and her family. Yeah, and people are like, "Why won't she? Why didn't she talk about this sooner?" Well, fucking look what's happening to her right now that in she does bring it yeah. up. Wait, are we in people 20, are, are are we in twenty eighteen yes. or twenty nineteen? We're in twenty eighteen, right? Eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, in in twenty eighteen. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, yeah, like current year argument. Look what's happening to her. She is being driven into hiding with death threats. That's one of the big reasons why survivors don't come forward about this stuff. Because, you know, shit like this happens. If we treated and other any... people who... We, Other people who are out there being assaulted are looking at this going, oh, shit, I don't want to go into hiding. I better and, keep my mouth shut. Yeah, and she's a fucking professor, like, you know, with, like, yeah. ways and means. Um, if we keep, investigated keep in any other crime like this, like, imagine this was bicycle theft. Nobody's bike would be safe. <laughs> Even, yeah. I bet bicycle theft has a higher conviction rate than, like, you know, reporting sexual assault. Yeah. It's like, it's the difference between, um... You know, oh, your bike was stolen? Well, that happens on these streets. You shouldn't have had a bicycle out and about. It's the difference between that and saying you never owned a bicycle. Yeah, like, are you never sure? Owned a bike. It's a good boy. Are you it sure? never stole your bike. You sure you didn't want your bike to be stolen? Hmm. Like, get the uh, fuck out of here, man. But what they're doing, too, is so they went, like, they're trying every every dirty trick in the book. So 
I've, I've you see him start these fuck these fucks are starting to pivot. Now they're like kind of admitting that he did it. They're like, yeah. but should have. Well, sh- you, you know, when you're you're 17, you, you just sort of rape people. That that's like a, a hobby for most 17 year olds. Well, they're kind of you know, they're kind of. Whenever outing you're older, them. you collect stamps. Whenever you're 17, you rape people. Okay, they're Sad. outing. They're outing themselves. We all have that. They one, are. We all have that one weird friend growing up where you'd be like hanging out camping or whatever. Uh, you know, and just you're all kind of just like getting weird and shooting the shit and kind of opening up, and he's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> you ever, you ever beat a dog to death with the shovel and then laugh while masturbating? We've all done it. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Am I right?" And everyone's like, "The fuck is wrong with you? No, that's not a shared experience at all." Because I think the same <laughs> thing is happening with like, you know, these these senators that are supporting him. They're like. Who among us has not attempted to wrestle a, a woman to the ground and cover her mouth to stifle her screams while having a <laughs> compatriot turn the music up and sexually... Uh, hey, let he who was out without rape cast the first stone. And everyone's uh, like, did you just admit that you were also a, a monster, a serial sexual assaulter? Like, A lot of them are doing this. Uh, like, you, you could laugh. Because I laugh hearing this because it seems so ridiculous. It's just like... Uh, the breaking down of nervous laughter, but no, they're actually saying stuff like this yeah. almost verbatim. One person's, he said, what was it? Um, you know, this was something he did 35 years ago. Why, if you looked at what I was doing 35 years ago, oh, I'd be so embarrassed. And yeah, 35 years ago, he was 49 years old and serving as a senator still. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's, I mean, like, look, we were like, both. What? Se- we were both. What? Se- Who did you at f- almost 50 years old rape? If I think about all the homeless men that I've, I've offered a, you know, a warm car ride, you know, to the soup kitchen, and then I just, I pinned them down, and I, I, I would be embarrassed if I think about all the, all the people that I had, I had murdered and dumped into the East River 35 years ago. Ha! Huh, the folly of youth. Like, did you just admit to <laughs> serial murdering homeless people? Yeah. Look. We were all 17 once. You and I especially were 17, and we were especially drunk. And, uh, yeah, I don't remember getting even close to raping anyone. Yeah, yeah, I remember being 17, and I remember specifically not pinning anyone down. We would get... I, I, we I would believe get, I went out of my way not to pin anyone we would down. Get, we would get drunk and, like, punch each other. Like, that was a fun thing where, like, hey, I can't feel anything. Punch me in my face. But, like, it never crossed yeah, our minds. So, like, you know what we should do? <laughs> you know what, Patrick? We're real drunk right now. I think we should go find a woman and violate her. You know, it's like that's not a normal seventeen-year-old thing to do. Like, yep, yeah. The stop trying that's to. A, yeah. That's a weird that guy thing to do. And I mean, he's already kind of confessed to doing shit like that because at another part of his, um, at some testimony he gave when in like. Tw- uh, 2012, I think. He um, says before a committee, it's like, man, back in the... Uh, he said like the name of the fraternity he was in where he um, tried to rape this girl, right? Yeah. He's like, back then we had a, a rule about you know what happens here stays here. And oh, I'm sure glad that that's in place because I would not want some of that stuff to come back to me now. I really just wish that there was just a real KG Republican that was like, well, Mr. Cannavar, we've all had our foibles. Would you go ahead and tell us about it? Don't mind the large tape recorder that I'm putting here on my desk. <laughs> like, oh, just can't can't we get a matlock? Can we get a matlock? Right? Seems Republican, but he always manages to finagle the truth out of people with like his southern charm. That would be nice. I'm just a simple nice. country senator, like many of you. 
Let's all share our rape stories. Starting with, <laughs> starting with uh, Justice nominee Cannavaugh. Go ahead, son. Share them with us. Like, that would be great. Just get him, like, just real loose and, like, yeah, yeah, we're all cool here. And then be like, you, sir, are going to jail. Uh, and I saw someone make a good point on Twitter, and I want to reiterate it, or state it here, is that um, a lot of people... A lot of children out there, teenagers, are watching the story play out. And in most cases, you know, saying, think about the children is, you know, bullshit. But in this case, you really should think about the children. Think about all the 17-year-old girls that are watching these adults, these leaders of the free world saying, well, you know, 17-year-old boys just rape people and we just got to let them do it. They're hearing that and thinking, oh, shit. So if someone comes after me, that's just like expected of them? But also consider a bunch of 17-year-old boys out there might be hearing that and thinking, oh, shit, so if I, like, go after someone that's just expected and I get away with it? Well, go back to Brock Turner, the, the swimmer that, like, raped that woman behind a dumpster. They've tried everything to be like, are we going to let one rape ruin this boy? Look at his swim times. He swims real fast. Um, uh, like to why the didn't point... she report on it straight away? Back then, oh, she did, and they were all like, oh, it'll destroy his future. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, what about her future? Like... That's the thing they yeah. always go, what about his, it's because what they're saying is this, it's this thing where. God, that was one thing that pissed me off is that his father was like, oh, it's broken his heart, this whole trial. He won't even eat his steaks anymore. Yeah, I I'm wish like, somebody. That motherfucker has steaks? No one's making me steaks. I wish somebody would break his penis at trial. I think that would be, <laughs> I think that's a fair thing. If you've sexually assaulted somebody, like before the sentencing, they go, okay, we got to break your penis. Just and then like. They... Oh, use, um, I don't know, I was about to say carbonite, but that's not like a real metal, but whatever. Freeze the penis in ice or something, then snap it in two. No, I was, I was going to say a, a, a much more... Dry econ- ice. Freeze uh, it in dry ice and then no, break it. No, a much it. more economical Hit it with thing. A hammer. You, you, get him, you get him hard, and then you break his penis. Eesh. Yeah. I think that's just, you know... Or, like, at the very least, can we not... Can, can't we just, like, uh, just, um, what is it? Is it gelding where you cut off the penis and the balls? I... It's, so is castration just cutting off the balls? I think so. I think that's the thing. I think if you're going to be, I think if you're going to be convicted of like certain types of sexual assault, like Brock Turner, we should just take your penis and balls, like anesthetize and put them under anesthesia, and then cut off his twig and berries. Like I think that's just take it away. Yep. No more. I mean, it doesn't erase. <laughs> if, you, if you abuse it, you lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If you abuse it, you lose it. Uh, yeah. That's. I think that's a that's a fair punishment because. Uh, maybe that way, every time you go to rape someone else, you go, huh, I remember I used to have a penis and balls, and now I don't. Hmm. Yep. So, and, uh, so to go I will with, say, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I, I will say that, um, the people who give the excuse, it's like, oh, well, I'm afraid to go near women now because what if someone... Now, I will say that maybe some of the people that say that aren't actually assaulters, Maybe some of them really are people who hear us like, because imagine you have a group of friends and one of your friends uh, goes out and assaults a woman and he's like, I didn't do that. And then he tries to downplay what actually happened. It's like, I was just flirting with her. Yeah. All the friends might hear that. And if they believe him, they might say, oh, well, shit, now I'm afraid to flirt with women because what if the same thing happens to me? They don't realize, no, 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 he wasn't just flirting. He was, he's a fucking attempted rapist. All those people that go, but you can't even make, you can't even make racist jokes anymore. Yeah, well, it's, uh, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like that that's I'll give you know benefit of the doubt maybe some people are in the cat in the 
situation I mentioned, but I'm pretty sure most of the people who say that are actually just assaulters yeah. who um, are annoyed talk, that they're... You can't even talk to a woman anymore. Wait till she turns her head. Drop a and, drug in her drink to render her <laughs> unconscious. Wrestle her lifeless body back to an alley and have your way with her. You can't even flirt with women anymore. Like, you know what? If you think that in this climate you can't flirt with women, then guess what? You're not allowed to flirt with women because apparently what you're doing is not flirting. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that in most cases that's what's going on. So if we go back... It's people who are like Bill Cosby flirters. So if we go back to Anita Hill for a minute. So she, you know, when Justice Thomas was being... um, uh, put, you know, like, they're like, oh, he's going to be a justice. Like, she brought all this stuff up. Oh, man. Um, and this is crazy because it's... the Republicans. Well, this was the Democrats. So, like, Joe Biden was presiding over this. This was the Democrats. Um, so she Clarence finally... Thomas is a Democrat? Well, I mean, like, uh, I, he was being confirmed by the Democrats. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Go on. So, uh, like, this is, this is happening. And so um, she was, she was, she let the FBI investigate, um... So like, they they did a terrible. One of my favorite things is that um, Trump said that we shouldn't do this because the FBI doesn't investigate people. That's not really their thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's it's like, the it's the federal should... bureau of what again? They I don't remember. Stop investigating me because they don't really investigate people besides me. Um, he, he even said that that's what they do, right? Like, he was talking to the camera and said, I don't think they should, because they talked to me and they said, that's not really what they do. They don't investigate people. Well, they're not responsible for that. So, And so the news people asked the FBI, and they're like, no, we never told them that. So Thomas tried to, like, he did the thing that Brett Kennebaugh's doing. He's just going, this is all a lie. Uh, so what he was doing was he was sexually harassing her. He kept talking about the uh, pornography that he had watched. It was, just, it was just like, it was pure what? and simple sexual harassment. But you remember, too, in 1991... Oh, right. A lot of women, this is known as the year of the woman, uh, a lot of women watch these proceedings and go, oh, that's what that really creepy behavior is that keeps happening to me at work that they didn't have a word for. That's not cool. So, like, it fired up a lot of women. Like, that's, there's a lot of women that are on, like, in, in the House and the Senate that ran because they saw this, and they were disgusted, and they were they were galvanized, and they were like, fuck it, I'm running. This is some bullshit. So, she says, uh, this is Anita Hill, a quote. She says, there's absolutely no basis uh, for the allegation that I am somehow involved in some political plan to undermine the nominee, and I cannot even understand how someone could attempt to support such a claim. This has taken a great toll on me personally and professionally, and there is no way that I would do something like this for a political purpose. Because there is nothing to be gained by coming out and uh, blaming or uh, 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 accusing a much more powerful person of sexually assaulting you. You have nothing to gain and everything to lose. Exactly. I mean, it, it's way past the statute of limitations on this, so he can't serve any jail time for his assault no matter what at this point, right? Yeah. So it's not like she's going to get justice, but I mean, the, and like, the, the Republicans are still trying to destroy her life because she's attempting to do what these hearings are made to do, right? That's what these hearings are for, is to make sure that he'll be a good for-life appointment. So what ultimately happened was Clarence Thomas was confirmed and is still on the bench. Um, yeah, to this day. He, uh, what I was saying earlier, he famously never says a word as he's sitting on the bench, right? He doesn't talk. So if you ever look at the transcripts of the S- Supreme Court, you'll just get nothing from him. Yeah, because everything, apparently everything he says is sexual harassment. So, you know, maybe he's like, but, oh, oh, they're recording this? I guess I better not talk about my penis. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just like he he shows up to these things. He never says a word, and he votes Republican. He's a total fucking waste of space, in my opinion. Because I think the Supreme Court should try and add something to weigh in 
a bit, right? I, I mean, know. it's the same way. We need to revamp so much stuff. You know, there's a great John Oliver about it. The Supreme Court should not serve for life. Um, they should not. There no. should be a term limit for senators and, like, congressmen and everybody. Uh, like, you know, um, yeah, it's just... We got we we got to fix that oh. political system. Like, there was uh, one guy running for uh, president that said that if he made it, if he was to win the presidency, he would enact term limits for the Senate and all other congressmen day one. That would be his number one agenda whenever he takes the stand. Yeah, you know, I'd be the most. And, and, do, and do you know who that candidate was? Abraham Lincoln. Donald Trump. Oh yeah, um, I'd probably be the most hated president. I would get torn up because I'd go in. And I'm like, we're reforming the whole government. Justices don't get lifetime appointments anymore. Um, you know, we're gonna put caps on the Senate and Congress. We're gonna, we're gonna just, we're gonna ram universal health care through. Um, you know, like just all these things that need to be done. We're gonna severely cap uh, campaign finance, and we're gonna make a, we're gonna put a little bit of money in the budget so that people running, uh, you know, get the money from, they get some money from personal donors, super duper cap. But uh, also, they get this allotment from the taxpayers, you know, in the oh. district. Like, there's money for people to run if they speaking win the primaries. Speaking of donors and primaries, I have some excellent news. The uh, the number one Republican donor in Ohio just left their party and is becoming a Democrat. Good and bad. So, like, I'm not... Here's the thing. I'm only crazy uh, about the Democrats because the Republicans are Nazis. But, like, even then, like, I want a further left party. Well, I think we need to um, kill off the Republican Party, and then we can split yeah. up the Democratic Party into um, the Republican Party and a real Democrat Party. Because basically right now we have the Republican Party and the Conspiracy Theory Reactionary Party. I just want to bring back the Bull Moose Party, which is based on open and sincere, uh, compassionate masculinity. You know, we go out into the woods and we wrestle grizzly bears... But we're also open about the fact that we all we did that because we never really received our father's love and approval. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Uh, maybe we could be the nice moose party. Maybe, uh, we could, maybe we go out and pet grizzlies. I don't know. But yeah, I would be like the kind of reforms I want for government, dude. Uh, if I ever made it, I would be assassinated. Like I would be. It would be <laughs> like JFK. Not even JFK. It would. It would be just. I think it would be some. Uh, um, Julius Caesar, like, it's like my State of the Union, and all the senators just walk up with knives, and they're all like, for the Republic! And then they just stab me in front of Caesar. You'd be Caesar. like, stop! At two McConnell! Yep. <laughs> me too. <laughs> at, at two Lindsey Graham! Oh, I do declare! Stab. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I would be, I would just be murdered, because, like, the pro it's this problem, and you do have some support, but nobody's really spearheading it, is the idea that, like, uh, it's it sucks to be a congressman or a senator because all your time is spent begging for money. That's yeah, your whole yeah. job is is raising money and who can raise money. And if you eliminated that, you'd see an amazing shift. Like if you could kind of cut off uh, the corporate stranglehold. And the thing is, what gives me hope is we've done it before. If you look around the turn of the century, um, when like you know robber barons basically owned the world, uh, that was like a stranglehold you would never see us getting out of. And we managed to, you know, pass a lot of meaningful legislation and bring it back. So yeah. I think we can do it again, but the only problem is we need a president to get shot so that we can have a crazy vice president like Teddy Roosevelt who just rides roughshod over the uh, money interests. <laughs> I mean, he was a racist, warmongering Peter Pan, but he also gave us national parks and some other nice stuff. I, and that was good. But 
Instead, we're stuck with presidents who have said such incredibly famous quotes as, Hurricane Florence is one of the wettest we've ever seen, from the standpoint of so, water. So in the Bob Woodward book I'm reading right now, Fear, so the most fascinating thing about president, because it's, so this book is not... President sin- Trump said that the hurricane is the wettest he's ever seen from the standpoint of water. <laughs> so the, the, um... The, the book, unlike Fire and Fury, it's not sensational at all. Bob Woodward, it's almost boring. It's good, but it's almost boring because it's kind of like I had dessert before I had the main course. So I had like this delicious like mm, like Fire and Fury book. And now it's like Bob Woodward just plotting and explaining and like backing up sources. And so the problem is like Trump has this idea of what he thinks America should be. And he won't listen to people like he's like, why don't we make things here anymore? And uh Everyone's like, yeah, because no one wants to work in a factory. If you can go work in an air-conditioned office or you could stand on an assembly line putting together Model Ts, everyone's going to go work in the office. Like, we're not the kind of people that want to work like those those manufacturing jobs, you know? When people are like, ah, I remember when that used to be a coal plant. And it's like, no one wants to get, like, these are quotes. Like, they're like, no one wants to yeah. get black lung anymore. But he has this idea yeah. where he's just like... He he wants everybody to be like the guys working in the bottom of the Titanic from the movie, you know, just those sweaty Irish guys shoveling coal. That's his idea of America, and he will not second-guess himself or change. I felt like the Trump whisperer for a long time during his campaign because he'd do weird-ass stuff that would confuse people, but I would immediately know what he's doing. Like, whenever he talked about coal mining and then he mimicked, like, this little weird hand gesture where he was swaying his hand side to side like a rocking of a boat. Uh-huh. It's like everyone's like, what the fuck is he doing? That's not how you mine coal. Well, he was miming shoveling coal into a steam engine. Yeah. Like, that was his... That's yeah. how he pictured coal miners. So he literally does want the people in the basement of the titanic yeah and he's got this idea he wants to dial us back to an age that doesn't exist anymore they even tried to tell him like he's like all these towns you know i go to these places and like you know they're just the towns are all busted there's no factories anymore and he goes yeah it's like well there were people that used to make buggies and horse whips and they're out of jobs too like you can't dial it back he um, went to um he went to a plane carrier out in the ocean and he's like why don't we use steam anymore and they're like Mr. President we have uh, machines now that allow us to um you know take off planes from the uh, carrier and land them without crashing he's like we're using fucking steam well that's why and he then... was so impressed when he went and visited like uh, Kim Jong Un because I'm sure that he's just like <laughs> steam powered steam-powered planes these people have it right everything is powered like the flintstones i want the world to be the <laughs> flintstones i want to see cars i want to see cars uh powered with people's feet just like in north korea like that's it's not the way the world works anymore like there's a real simple solution for the whole like all right so you want to win back the manufacturing towns and you want to move america forward you take those solar and wind companies and you go we're going to reinvent these towns you guys are going to be a solar town, you're going to be a wind town, and you're going to manufacture these things. You know, uh, I could have sworn that we had a candidate recently who had extensive plans to do just that, and it hey, would have been really good for hey, America. Hey, what about her emails, okay? You're right, what about her emails? What about her emails? Yeah, that would have been the ideal thing to do, is you bring those towns back and you, you move them to, like, green energy. Like, there are ways to do it, you just can't dial back the past. It's like, uh, did I tell the story about the spankings on the last podcast? Uh, yeah, mean with the Forbes magazine no no not spanking Trump I read a thing I read a thing (laughs) recently there's a prep school in Georgia then this is this is going to tie in about dialing it back there's a prep school in Georgia and uh the prep school was like making headlines because like we're going to bring back paddling 
And so I read the comments because I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. So this school's like, we're going to paddle. And I, I go to read the comments because sometimes I just have to make myself angry. And shockingly enough, all the comments except for one were like, another adult paddle my kid without me there? No, I don't think so. That's not going to happen. So they were all, it's like, it was crazy. It was like a progressive idea. Like these people are like, no one's going to hit my kid. I'm my parent and I determined like, I'm the, I'm the only one I trust to like lay hands on my kid. I, what if they someone's like, what if, what if they're getting beaten by a teacher that has a bad day? You know what I mean? How do you quantify like, unless you, unless the school buys a paddling machine that gives everybody the exact same paddle pressure. Oh, you mean like a, it has like a light on it. Whenever you hit them, it'll blink. And if it blinks blue, you didn't hit them hard enough. Red, oh, that's too no, hard. No, I, mean like, I mean like an electric. And if it blinks green, then that means, oh, okay, right there. That's the perfect No, I don't mean I don't, I, 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 mean, I mean like you, you get into like a harness and like the machine I, arm just kind of brings the paddle down on your butt. Like, oh, but, I was picturing like a, a punching machine, but in reverse. So you whack them with it and it lets you know no, if you did it, it hard takes enough the, or it not. takes the human error out of it. But so uh, there was one, there was one comment that was what I came spanking for. Spanking robot. Yeah, spanking robot. There was one comment, and it was what I came for, and it was this, and I just imagined it's somebody that's just old and full of hate, and they're like, you know what? We used to beat the shit out of kids. Well, they didn't say shit. Like, we used to beat kids, and you know what? The world was a lot better back. We didn't have all these problems we have today. We used to get paddled. And I'm like, your world was fucked up, Grandpa. Like, you used to paddle yeah. kids. You used to murder black people. Um, there was no such thing as, like, Oh, sexual... back when those uppity black people tried to date my daughter, we'd lynch them, and the cops would help us. Nowadays, they get angry at you if you try it. And, th and that whole ideology about, like... We should spank kids and lynch our black neighbors. Back in my day, the world was better. I hope that I never get... Those people have, like... How, how, how soft in the head do you have to be to look back in history from 2018 with the exception of like the recent craziness going on in our government and go it was a better time we had hitler overseas we had <laughs> pollution in the skies mm -hmm. like who thinks that's a better time we were still coming out of the great depression grandma had to hide newspapers under the couch or we would eat them all yeah like and she would beat us Whoa, she'd beat the shit out of us and we would not like <laughs> Listen, they've scientifically proven that if you beat kids, it damages them psychologically. They have proven yeah. it. They have quantified it. I know that a lot of my issues come from like, so I got paddled in school and they'd send a note home. And when my parents would read the note, they would whip me with a belt. So I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm like the modern day prison system. Like I'm being punished for being punished. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, oh, you know, I totally forgot about this, but, uh, Back when I was in, before I, I almost said the names of the school schools I went to, but I transferred to a, <laughs> a different closer, school. You're getting closer and closer to revealing your to, identity. So when to, to revealing so when, my secret identity, when people when people finally uh, that aren't supposed to listen to this stumble upon it, they'll be able to put the clues together through subsequent <laughs> episodes and find you and paddle when the brown you. coats. And <laughs> <laughs> the brown coats come for us. Find him and I'll but, uh, paddle him. But I was transferred to a different school when I was halfway through first grade because through all of kindergarten and first half of first grade, I went to a school where I was spanked like nonstop. Yeah. Like yeah. the principal super had it out for me. And the thing is, is that um, like I, I would always be embarrassed to bring the, uh, the note home saying that I'd been spanked. So what I started to do was I realized if I just threw the note out the window on the bus, no one would ever find out. And that's what was horrible because like, you're basically being abused as a child. And you're going like, well... If I don't tell anybody, I won't get abused more. 
Um, yeah. So, I don't remember ever getting spanked for getting spanked. But oh, yeah, I, I, I guess my parents... I honestly don't remember my parents' reactions to it. I, I guess, just remember, like, trying to hide it from them. I guess my parents were like, you know what, I don't know if they hit him hard enough. Let's do it again. Um, which I thought was real unfair. And also, if you're going to spank me, why? I mean, I know why you need to send a note home so you're like, I beat your kid. But, like, I would have <laughs> just preferred that they didn't so I didn't get beaten again. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that at a certain point, after they were beating me, because I got beat all the way up till I graduated uh, in school. So, like, um, I, I really feel that, like, if you ever watch the Conan movie where, like, you know, he's a young man and they put him, like, to work doing hard labor, and then there's, like, a time lapse where he just becomes Schwarzenegger, so now he's just this, like, super bulked-out slave. Um, I think that's what the principal was looking, because they beat me relentlessly, and I think they're like, I don't... Is he getting stronger? I swear <laughs> to God, we're beating him, and he's just getting worse. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why that could be. Yeah, you need to well, be able to... I mean... I used to do this. So I'd, I would do this thing up until about fifth grade. You know, I'd cry because it hurt. But then, like, mm-hmm. around sixth grade, I remember I would grip the desk, and I would, I would not cry. I would just get real angry. And they started bringing in, like, extra witnesses after that, just in case. Mm-hmm. I think that was also around when Qual- Columbine happened. Um, uh, so, like... I was in... I was a sophomore in high school when Columbine happened, and suddenly everyone was looking at me and the people I hung out with, because we um, all kind of dressed the same, which they considered to be like gang clothes. Yeah, I would was, consider uh, that it, to be it started with Yeah, it started with just Ozzy um, wore a camo jacket to school one day, so I did it the next day, and then within like two or three, four weeks, everybody that we knew was wearing camo. Yeah, and it, so, was, it was Georgia, so like, yeah. And um, so whenever Columbine happened, they immediately began to look at the people wearing uh, camo. And a lot of the ones who are not true believers just stopped wearing it so that the principal and vice principal would stop uh, singling them out. But that just left like a small, dedicated few of us that continued to wear it regardless. Um, I remember in uh, 11th grade. So this is 11th grade. I'm 17 you know, years old. You know, Wesley never did wear a camo jacket. That's a bad Wesley. Why don't you ever wear a camo jacket and be one with the rest of us? You know, that's all good, for one and one for all. That's a good question. I imagine it has bad Wesley. <laughs> I imagine it has something to do with uh, his family not being able to afford it, um, <laughs> or they had to use it to plug the hole in the the roof of the trailer. <laughs> that, that's. That actually sounds better, the latter. Yeah. The, the first one just sounds mean. The second one sounds funny. Wesley's just like, like, oh, Dad, oh. Where's, where's my camo jacket? And he's just like, we patched the hole in the roof with it. But, but i got to wear my camo jacket or else I won't be able to fit in. Yeah, well, I mean, I had to patch the whole house. Are we going to keep all the hookers from getting out? And then, <laughs> and then he gave Wesley a shirt with a wolf howling at the moon, and Wesley would wear that for the next 40 years. <laughs> Oh, okay. Wesley, if you're you're listening, I love that shirt. It's great. It's my favorite. I can't picture you in anything else. Um, (laughs) Same. But yeah, so yeah, the whole the whole point is like, I don't know, man. Believe victims. Believe just believe just believe victims. Just investigate. Like, do 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 the basic like due diligence and go, huh? You know what? Maybe she's maybe she's making uh, up these sexual assault allegations so that people will threaten her with death and so that she'll have to go into hiding. Maybe that's why she did it. Or maybe he really did it. But either way, let's look into this. Let's let's get the, you know, because yeah. a guy today on the radio, you know, my favorite NPR, who was always like, uh, today um, on NPR we're interviewing a monster who eats children, uh, and we're gonna get his take on it. So, uh, Mr. Monster, uh, is it true you eat children? And he's just like, no, there's no proof of that. Where are the kids? Like, 
So they Where are the kids I ate? They say that I eat them bones and all. If that's true, then why isn't there anything left behind? <laughs> yeah. I think I rest my case. I oh, think the children are just trying to get some attention. Also, the idea of whether or not I would acquit a president of uh, crimes is, um, now that's a theoretical question and one that's uh, just hypothetical. We're not going to discuss that. So they interview this guy today and they're talking about an FBI investigation and... He's like, well, what are they going to investigate? And I'm like, isn't that the point of the investigate? Like, there's no DNA, there's no digital footprint. It's like, yeah, but, like, there's still a whole thing where you investigate. Uh, he's, the fucking he's... president put out, started putting out tweets about it, attacking this woman, by the way, calling her a liar. Yeah. Um, his, Fuck him. His son attacked her and, like, posted this real gross, like, love note to Brett Canavar written in crayon, like Don Jr., um, like, yeah. yeah, they're just they're they're being Trump, a... Trump Jr. also tried to like post an attack on um, Anderson Cooper, who immediately pointed out why what he uh, Trump Jr. posted was complete bullshit. Was he posted a picture from like back during the Bush era and trying to say, "See what Anderson Cooper's up to trying to attack my father today?" And they're like, uh, "That was during the Bush era, and the cameraman that's also in that shot died a couple years ago." So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, well, I don't think, I don't think he's teaming up with zombies to attack your dad. Yeah, it's, it's just like it's, it's very irritating. And like, so uh, a family member of mine on Facebook posted this meme where it's just like, "We're praying for you, Brett Canova." And I saw it, and I just in my head, I just, I was like, duh, 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 duh. "What are you, what are you praying for? That he doesn't rape anyone else? Like, what are you, <laughs> like that's like when a, a close friend of mine, uh, his grandfather had had like a stroke. His eighty-year-old grandfather had like two strokes." And was just comatose in the hospital, and he, he goes online, and he goes, guys, my grandpa's had some strokes. He's 80. You know, please pray for him. And I just, I didn't say it, but I was like, what are we, what are we praying for? That the nurse is nice and puts a pillow over his face so that he dies? Because he ain't coming back. Like, <laughs> he ain't, he ain't getting better. Comatose is the best version of your grandpa you're going to have. If you're 80 and you have, like, two strokes in a row, like, it's not like you're going to go to, like, uh, uh, physical therapy and get better and then, like, you know, run in the Junior Olympics. There's no recovery story for that. So, yeah, like, so, this, this guy accused of sexual assault, like... What so, you... so, what what you're hoping at this point is that someone just takes a pillow to Canavan and... Uh... Yeah, yeah. So let's put. Out a, of his misery. I hope they put a pillow over his face so that, like, they can't scream while someone else turns up the stereo. <laughs> See how he likes it. Yeah, was it um Clarence Thomas is the one that died a couple years ago or? No, Clarence Thomas still lives to sexually harass people for life. Oh well, what was the guy's name? You're that talking just died? about you're talking about Anton Scalia. Anthony Scalia, yeah. yeah. Um, that guy. The idea that he was um killed with a pillow over his head. Do you know who um famously tweeted? I guess that gives it away about um Trump? him being killed with a pillow. Yeah, Trump. Trump tried to uh, do that, and then just recently he was asked about deep state, and he's like, you know what? Bleep. I don't know if uh, you're going to believe this or not, but I don't really peddling conspiracy theories, so I don't know what I think about this. All right, so I'm going to tell you something about the deep state real quick while we still got some time. I understand why he believes there is a deep state. I understand that because his staff is so fucked up and dysfunctional. When he was trying to implode NAFTA, instead of trying to call in some kind of congressional oversight or something, they stole the fucking memo off his desk, and they're like, ah, that'll stall him. And I'm like, well, the deep state is inside your own White House, and it's made up of all the morons that you just gave jobs to. That's yeah. what the fucking deep state is, like, fucking moron. It's not the FBI or, like, elements within our government. It's your own White House, dude. 
Like, yeah, but they steal the memo off his desk and use it to uh, patch that hole so Wesley can get his camo jacket out of the oh. roof and be like, Hey, look, guys, I finally showed up in a camo jacket so that I can fit in with the rest of you. I would love Wesley, it. Wesley, I haven't worn a camo jacket in 20 years. What the, what the, how dare you in yours? I would love, you know what this Trump White House needs? It needs our good friend Wesley. Um, I would does. love it if just in the middle of just like people sniping at each other in the White House and Bannon going, you know, like, Kushner, you fucking set me up. You just have Wesley in the middle of it going, oh, oh set up. Oh, you and yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, guys. I, th- I would like to uh, raise the notion that I saw a bird today and it was, uh, it was a delicious. <laughs> yeah, they would, just use, they would just use him as the delay tactic to... Uh... <laughs> So, so, he, he, he could take over for Sarah Hucka Sanders whenever yeah. she gets fired. So, uh, but did the president say this today? Oh, uh, okay. Uh, oh, oh, oh. So okay. the the I thing saw a bird. <laughs> the thing about it is like, you know, like we talked about, he has that thing with babies where he doesn't really have object permanence. Like they said, if nothing triggers him, if you can keep him away from a subject, he he'll stop trying to implode NAFTA. You know, we're talking about Trump at this point, not Wesley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Wesley's far <laughs> smarter than Trump. Uh, much, yeah, but, much smarter. But like the problem is, and like I think Rosenstein finally uh, approached the idea. Um, in an article about using the 25th Amendment to remove him because he's so dysfunctional. I don't think it'll work because I think he's just functional enough to probably sidestep all that. But the thing is... uh, That's actually part of my Rosenstein news today. But you can keep going and then I'll get back to that. So, like, the whole thing is, if you think the president is that bad, stop stealing memos off his desk and, um, I don't know, like, use the goddamn constitutional abilities to get him removed. Uh, so, um, the New York Times today actually falsified a story. Genuine fake news from the failing New York Times, okay? Sad. They falsified a story today saying that Rosenstein wanted to get Trump uh, 25th Amendmented, where um, if you, you get guys, him removed. They're saying yeah, that... Um, if you guys don't know, the 25th Amendment is an amendment to the Constitution, uh, meaning that if the president is incapable of performing his duties or incapacitated, like if the if the president does too many whippets and, like, passes out, and they're like, we need a decision, they can invoke the 25th Amendment and, like, remove him from office and the vice president steps in. So that's what the 25th Amendment is. Yes. They're trying to say, the New York Times is trying to say that Rosenstein was going to um, wear a wire to, um, you know, spy on Trump and get him to say just the right thing that they could then, he could then use that as evidence to uh, invoke the 25th Amendment. And, of course, immediately Hannity goes fucking ballistic saying, Gah! And uh, that's a direct quote, I believe. <laughs> I can't wait till the day that Sean Hannity's program is just, <laughs> is just like an hour of him screaming, taking a big breath, and then screaming more. So Alex Jones, basically? Yeah, but like Alex Jones, it wasn't a steady scream. It was a... It, okay, so Alex Jones, my whole thing with Alex Jones is, if you've ever seen like a toddler who's kind of like real off and just like his own like pretend world... And you don't, yeah. you can kind of follow the thread a little bit, but you're like, oh, he just watched Dora the Explorer and then GI Joe, and that's why he's that. That was that was Alex Jones, you know, that whole like, ah, ah, daddy, ah, I find the map, and then I kill the cobra. Like, that's actually Trump today. He watched uh, Judge Janine, and he watched uh, Hannity, and then he decided he wanted to declassify some stuff. Oh yeah, because Hannity told him to declassify the the the, the FBI documents. Uh, Fucking... Well, everyone jumped down his throat about that, so he quickly walked it back. Fucking Hannity, dude, like, that's a dude that, like, I can't stand because, like, I used to love AM radio, and I always say that Obama ruined AM radio because I used to listen to it, you know, and it's, like, half werewolves, like, half conspiracy, 
then it just became the oh it, it they they then became just eight years of them bitching about Obama. And now that we have Trump, it's just eight years, another like two years of them bitching about Obama. And I'm like, yeah. dude, come on, let's go back to like the werewolves and the chemtrails and like, you know, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But uh, so yeah, the so, Washington Post came out with a uh, counterclaim saying that no, actually, what we have here is um, a recording of Rosenstein. Whenever someone t was talking about the 25th Amendment to him, he's like, well, what do you want me to do? Wear a wire? And, you know, he walked on. And that was it. That was the entire conversation. Oh, man, and from the... that, they extrapolated this story, which um, you know Fox News is going to run with because they're going to be able to use this to delegitimize okay, the entire so... Mueller investigation. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, any straw they can grasp at. So, Janine Pirro, she's not a judge anymore, right? I have no idea. I just know she's called Judge Janine. Can so we stop calling she's her? She's on Fox News, so she's probably yeah. not. Well, can we stop calling her a judge? Because she's another one of those psycho mouthpieces. She... She's the one that says that if you don't like Trump, it's because you have Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, yeah. She was the one uh, that, like, Whoopi Goldberg, of all people, told to go fuck herself on TV. Um, she, she's my mom's favorite person in the whole world. I don't like anybody. I don't like... Maybe it's from my time in improv. The judge Janine says it so, so it must be... <laughs> but the thing with improv is that, like, you know, in an improv scene, you don't call somebody like, oh, you're crazy, because it invalidates their whole universe, right? And that's, that's yeah. what I don't like, like, if someone with a, a, a different political opinion go, oh, they're crazy, um, you invalidate everything about them. I don't think the Republicans are crazy. I just think that they know where their money comes from, and they have a rubber stamp president, and they're they're playing to their base nature. I don't think they're insane. I think they're very, very sane, and they know what they're doing. But, like, the idea... Can... That's what I was saying earlier, that um, whenever they try to pretend like they don't understand what's going on with this whole rape case, no, they're just trying to play to um, the well, that's... Limit, limited knowledge of their voter base. That's what you in do. In such a you... way that they could retain power. Yeah, you attack somebody's credibility when they talk about being sexually assaulted, because you deflect. That's what you, that's what you do. That's a tried-and-true tactic. Like, you know, lawyers do it on the stand all the time, you know, when someone's like, and that's when he... You know, he tried to stab me with a lampstand, and they're like, but, you know, one time in 1982, you lied about how many girlfriends you had, so are you really credible to testify about this witness? Like, they dig up anything they can to try to attack the credibility. It's a stupid tactic, like, and the ultimately with the Supreme Court justice, whether you want, as I think mean, we've talked about it before, whether you want somebody who's conservative or liberal there are people out there who have not raped anyone or possibly raped anyone, and I think that we can just go get one of them. Like, yeah. you know, like, let's just... I, like, I, like I said before, why don't we find a guy that's so middle of the road, he's, he's uh, you know, he's... Hated he's, on both sides. Yeah, he's hated by everybody, and then he gets to be justice. Yeah. Because that's basically who this person is replacing, right? Someone that both sides was annoyed as hell by because he really would sometimes, or he was the big swing vote. Sometimes he'd go left, sometimes he'd go right. But his son got millions of dollars from the Trump administration, so he's going to step down and let Trump install a you, um, pure you conservative. Just, you just reminded me, uh, one of the senators, or I can't remember who it was, made some joke about Ruth Bader Ginsburg being so old that she was probably sexually uh, uh, harassed by uh, Lincoln. Uh, and I'm like, what? Okay, number one, listen, I'm going to just lay this out here as a guy who, who's a comedian. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. If you're a conservative, you probably suck as a comedian because you think that rape is the ultimate punchline. So why don't you go ahead and stop trying to be funny because no one's going to laugh 
except for maybe a, a guy, a convicted rapist. Like all, you know, just, all of their jokes end with like you know something horrible. Like any time they try to be funny, it's like that's terrible. Like why would you say that? That's I don't know. They remind me of like it's amateur a... comedians at open mics who were like, and then I says, "What am I, a Puerto Rican?" <laughs> and like everyone's like, why, "Why is that funny?" I don't. Oh, it would be funny if I was racist, but I'm not, and that's why the crowd is quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, Lincoln would not have sexually harassed anybody, and I guarantee that he could probably fight the whole Senate single-handed, because as we all know, Lincoln was a monster when it came to strength. Like, this yeah, dude, he, yeah, this he has to to fight vampires. <laughs> God damn it, Hannity. See, that's the Hannity I want. I want Hannity to be like, Democrats, you know what? The party of vampire hunters? Is that who we want? Like my, uh, Wait, my I'm sorry. Favorite... Lincoln was a Republican, right? Yes. I'm sorry. Republicans, we were the party of vampire hunters. Democrats were the party of vampires. Now, do you want the party that supported vampirism in office, electing a justice? That's what I ask you. Yeah, my uh, my favorite documentary of, um, or my favorite biography, I mean, of uh, Lincoln's life is Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, because it really does follow all the major steps of his life from, you know, where he was born to when um, his various relatives died, except it attributes every major beat of his life to vampires. Yeah. So his, so whenever a relative died, a vampire killed them. Whenever he, whenever a son died, it's because a vampire came after him. Uh, the reason why he grew his large beard was to cover up all the scars from years of fighting vampires. The reason he always had an axe, he used that to hunt vampires with. Yeah, it was a, it was a real good his- historical fiction and if people um are not aware abraham lincoln was like seven fucking feet tall he was a giant yeah and he was like not only he wasn't just stretchy he was like super fucking strong yeah like he used to regularly like just fight five dudes at once and then he went and became a lawyer because you could just do that in the 1800s you're like you're like well i believe i'd like to learn some law and they're like what are you bona fides and you're like i fought five men and they're like welcome to the firm (laughs) you're like Fuck yeah! Like, and, uh, there used to be a day. Look, I'm all for education, but there used to be a day when people were so uneducated that you you had an edge. The world was your oyster if you could read. Yeah. Then if I you mean, could write, imagine you could if be that was senator. how. Uh, imagine if that's how things were like today. I'd be fucking set because I can write like a motherfucker. I, I can even read from time degree. to time. I would be. I would be a judge. I could. I could do. I could we, be. I could be we, president. We would be almost in Skavanov's, uh position, except without all the rape charges. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 So, so less likely to get confirmed by a Republican Senate. But... Yes. 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 They'd be like, mm, this guy. I don't know if he has that go-getter attitude that Kanova has. So... <laughs> go. Go get her. Yeah. <laughs> He's a real go-getter. <laughs> you get it? And everyone's like, Yeah, we do, and we're all sick to our stomachs. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh... I don't know, man. Write a letter to your senator. I don't know if it's going to do it. I'm hoping that they have um, that this whole thing is shaking enough Republicans loose that they're not going to confirm him. Because uh, Turtle Man Mitch McConnell's like, well, we're going to ram him through. You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna kind of take this confirmation hearing, and we're gonna put our hand over his mouth, and we're gonna turn the stereo up so nobody can hear the Democrats, and we're just gonna kind of force ourselves on America. Oh yeah. Yeah, so that's oh man, so, I didn't even get to tell you. Know. I didn't even tell you my news about the Chinese. Oh, what, what is? 
what is China up to? Oh, man. So fascinating in the Woodward book. Uh, they talked a little bit about Trump's uh, tariffs. And uh, so it turns out that the reason that uh, tariffs on China are a bad idea is because apparently the Chinese have our political system so figured out that they can target specific, specific tariffs to, a, to affect down not only at the state level, but at specific counties within the state where people are running for office so that it will hurt that specific area and uh, change the election. So they can influence elections with their tariffs by going, you know what? I think if we target pigs in, uh, you know, Whistledick, Wisconsin, uh, that maybe we can get a different, uh, you know, we can we can get this guy out of the Senate. Do you, is China going to help us get rid of some of the deplorables? I don't know. Just like our president, I would like to say, like, you know what, China, if you're listening, if you could maybe dig up some of those emails, I don't know, maybe you could find them. And then maybe you can find Trump's tax returns. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe maybe release those. I don't know, China, if you're listening. I mean, you know, well, what? here's here's I'm... the uh, the problem with um, Russia getting to uh, decide who our last president is, is that um, because nothing because they just appointed a president for us and nothing happened to them, that signals to every other country on Earth that it's okay to meddle in U.S. affairs and we won't do anything to you. To be so fair... until that changes. <laughs> They, uh, every, uh, America is free game to every other country. They can, just, every country can just start <laughs> Look, throwing their own ads this way or this could, manipulating tariffs. This could work out. This could work out. All I'm saying is if you get a bunch of countries fighting uh, to hack our election, it could be a real fun election night. You know what I mean? When, like, you're just looking at the thing and they're like, all right, some of the results are in. It looks like it's 70% for Trump. Oh, no. Now it's now it's 60% for Chelsea Clinton. Oh, look at this. Now it's, oh, is this 5% for Grover Cleveland? Oh, oh, I don't know about this. It looks like, uh, is the ghost of Stonewall Jackson? Now it's 65% of the vote. And it just goes back and forth rapidly because everyone's hacking it at the same time. And then at the end of the night, as all the smoke settles, and it becomes clear who the next president of the United States will be, and rising above all the others, we hear the voice of the next president of the United States. I am Batman. Mario! Mario, <laughs> the princess is in another castle! Everybody welcome president-elect fucking Toad. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. I just... So, so like, where we're at with the world, I either wanted to get, like, a lot better... Or I want to just, like, put all our cards on the table and I want to see it get worse. I want all the rivers to be made of acid, you know? <laughs> like, I want all the animals to die. Uh, I want all the grass to dry up. Like, I just... I want to yeah, live like, a... Give us, give us victory or give us Mad Max. I really don't yes! like this being in between. Yes, give us victory or give us Mad Max so that I get to put on a hockey mask and some weird bondage leather and go, Just step away from the gasoline. Like... Yeah. Come on, man. Like, give me, give me, let's, let's give, stop. Give let's, me a dog I can share a can of dog food with. You people. That's the only scene in all of Mad Max I can recall. You people that are like, we're saving the world from Trump by hiding memos. No, no, no. Let him, let, give, give him more, give him bad, give him worse ideas. Tell him that maybe we should have another civil war. <laughs> like, you know. Some people just want to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I either want that or I want to live in a utopia, but I'm tired of living in a halfway shitty world. Like a utopia or post-apocalyptic hellscape. No dystopia. Dystopias suck. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, we're living in a dystopia. Utopia or post-apocalypse. No dystopia. Dystopia blows. It's all Big Brother this and mustache that and like 
Two plus two is eight. Like, fucking jerks. Or we could live in a Westopia so that it's either this or how dare you on yours that. Yeah, you know what? Uh, China, if you're listening, let's get our good friend uh, and listener Wesley elected to, to president. be the next president of the United States. He's even old enough. He just turned 35. Well, happy birthday to him. Uh, also, well, a few months ago. <laughs> happy late birthday to him. Uh, also, <laughs> if he becomes president, you know we got to get in on that sweet staff action, man. Uh, I don't know what I want to be secretary of yet, uh, but I'm really excited about it. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Wesley, vice president me. No, you don't have any powers, Vice President. That's Vice the President! Worst, that's the worst pick, man. Uh, I guess that is the one with all the work. Um... It's all the work. You don't have any power. You can't do anything unless the Senate vote is tied. The only thing, you're you're on standby in case the President gets shot. And then he... Oh, make me make me Attorney General. That way I promise that uh, I won't recuse myself from any investigations into um, your uh, involvement in China so that whenever they try to appoint, appoint Mueller to investigate you, I can shut that shit down. <laughs> No, you got to recuse yourself. Uh, maybe I'll recuse myself until like the zeroth hour or the eleventh hour, and then be like, "Well, Mother, we're I'm um, gonna have to see you on your way now." But I can prove that China. I don't care. Just Mueller, out the door. you know Mueller doesn't say anything. He just stares at you icily, and then eventually, I think you hear the sound of a lightsaber, and you go, "Oh shit, Mueller's a Jedi." <laughs> it's like the old Chuck Norris joke. Uh, like Chuck Norris doesn't read a book; he stares it down until he gets the information he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mueller doesn't investigate. Mueller doesn't uh, interrogate <laughs> suspects. He just stares them down until they take a plea deal. Pretty much. God, I was looking at all the people that have been proven guilty in this witch hunt, totally complete witch hunt. There's a shitload of witches we've caught so far. There haven't been most this... of them have pled out. Yeah, there haven't been this many witches found since the Salem witch trial. When they were just like, you can't throw a rock here in Salem without hitting a witch. (laughs) Okay, let's count them down right quick. These are people that we know are criminals, right? George Papadopoulos lying to the FBI, sentenced to 14 days. Okay, he pled guilty. So that's another plea deal, October 5th, 2017. Sam Patton failed to register as a worker for a foreign power, or to work, whatever, as an agent of foreign power. Pled guilty. Paul Manafort convicted of financial fraud, and he's also just recently got a plea deal. Michael Cohen, Trump's former fucking lawyer. Oh, I haven't been introducing who they are. Papadopoulos, foreign camp- or former campaign advisor. Sam Patton, lobbyist linked to Manafort. Paul Manafort, former campaign chairman. Michael Cohen, Trump's lifetime personal lawyer, who was raided with a no-knock warrant by the FBI, by the way, uh-huh. for tax evasion, bank fraud, campaign finance violations, pled guilty. Alex Vanderswan was a lawyer who worked with Manafort and Gates, convicted of lying to the FBI, sentenced to 30 days in prison. Rick Gates, former campaign advisor, financial fraud, and lying to the FBI, pled guilty. Richard, I uh, feel like while you do of... this, I need to play like da 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 <laughs> a Californian man who sold bank accounts online, identity fraud, pled guilty. Michael T. Flynn, former national security advisor, lock lying to the FBI up. about lock conversations. If you, yeah, he yeah. led the he led the chant to lock Hillary Clinton up. Now who's going to jail, Mr. Flynn? Looks like your face. Yep, because he also pled guilty. Now on top of all that, thirteen Russian nationals have been and three related companies have been or have indictments for conspiracy to defraud the U.S., conspiracy to commit bank fraud, and identity theft. 
Yep. Um, they there's nothing on them yet, so there's no outcome yet. Obstruction of justice from Konstantin V. Kilimnik, and then twelve Russian intelligence officer conspiracy to commit an offense against the U.S. Identity theft conspiracy to launder money. Yeah, it's a lot so, of it's a lot of yeah. Well, I mean, like the thing shitload is, shitload of people. That's a shitload of witches in this totally complete witch hunt. Well, by the way, there was a ele- was it eleven eleven different investigations into Hillary Clinton, into her emails, into Benghazi. Guess how many people was indicted? Zero. Well, honestly, was, that was the fucking do, witch hunt. I do think, and I could be wrong on this, but like, I do this think is that we one may, investigation into this president. I do by think the way. that we may not find that he himself knowingly colluded because he is that stupid, but the Russians may have that's, still been colluding with people within that his is not cabinet. Some, Right, that's not something for uh, Robert Mueller. I believe, and this is also Scro's idea, I believe that whether or not he knowingly colluded is something for historians to decide. Yeah. 100, 200, 300 years from now, they're still going to be debating that. I believe that in our lifetimes, what we're going to have is it's going to show that he, wittingly or unwittingly, definitely did collude with the Russians to rig the outcome of this election. And that he definitely obstructed justice, whether it was wittingly or unwittingly, whether he realized that trying to uh, fire Michael Cohen to make the Russian thing go away in his own fucking words, to make the whole Russian thing go away, which is fucking textbook obstruction, but whatever. Well, he also, whether or not he knew that that was obstruction. Well, he also, he's romantic Sessions right now, and we'll get into more of that later, but he doesn't, he's just, he doesn't think that Sessions is doing what he should do, which he thinks Sessions should unrecuse himself and shut down the um, investigation. Also, by the way, as we, as we get ready to close out today, there is one last thing I want to say. Uh, Sessions is a goldmine of quotes. Some of the stuff he hmm. says. Uh, recently uh, in the news um, on the immigration front, uh, a bunch of uh, immigration and deportation hearings are being thrown out because of the notice that they received was like, oh, you need to come to a deportation hearing, but it didn't say when and where meaning it was invalid because they right. fucked up the legal document. So immigration lawyers are like, cha-ching, throwing this shit out. So uh, Sessions, in a speech to, I can't remember who it was, and I, I was like, what? This is, this is, oh my God, someone's got to come up with like a book of like Sessions quotes. Uh, he goes, um, <clears throat> the immigration lawyers are undermining these proceedings much like water, slowly seeping down through an earthen dam. And I'm like, did... Did he just compare, like, the motions of immigration lawyers to, like, the effect of water on a dam over time to weaken our institutions? Yes. I just, I love, I mean, I wish he had ended it with his hallmark, just like, and these immigration lawyers will be detained. Will be detained. Detained. Um, Detained. (laughs) So that's, yeah, that was my Sessions thing I wanted to tell you about. But yeah, I think that's us for this week. Um, So, I don't know, man, like, be good to each other. Uh, you know, be aware of sexual predators, I guess. Be excellent to each other. Yeah, that's I think that's it. Be excellent to each other. Be good. Be nice. Believe victims. And, and always remember, the princess is in another castle! 